Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and obviously enjoy more money. Uh, Today I want to talk to you about uh, property investors and buy-to-let landlords and the fact that one in four landlords in the UK are planning to sell in the next 12 months. And that's quite a staggering number because there are two million buy-to-let landlords in the UK. So one in four of those, or 25%, would mean that uh, 500,000 landlords could be selling their property in the next 12 months. Now, obviously, not all of them will do that, but that, that is quite a lot of uh, property coming onto the market. Now, some of that will go to uh, maybe first-time, second-time buyers. Others may go to corporate uh, uh, landlords, that bigger companies that will scoop up these properties. But... Well, you know, whether it will come back on the market and, and what the government is trying to do is bring more of those properties back into, uh, you know, owner occupied uh, residential uh, occupation properties rather than uh, buy to let. And they, they brought in policies which effectively squeezed out smaller landlords and what one housing minister that I met called mum and pop landlords. We don't want mum and pop landlords. We want the corporates, the corporates, he said. And I won't mention his name now, but this, this is what he said to me. And I said, well, you're hitting your own voters where it hurts. These are people that invest and save for their retirement. And they're doing something about retirement because obviously the pension system is in a complete mess and has been for for decades so people are trying their best to you know put a bit of money aside save for a deposit buy a property manage that property put tenants in take people off uh, the street or people that the council cannot house and many of these properties are let back to the council and the, the landlords are treated like lepers all oh, the people who profit from the council well yeah but if the council wants to build more uh, council houses that's fine yeah let them build the council houses but don't blame landlords when you know they're, they're actually going to exhibitions and asking landlords will you let your pro- I've got uh, my local council asking me you know they're desperate to take a property off me they're, they're actually not even giving me a, the best rent available uh, to, to get my property but they're, they're, they're really desperate to get the property off me because they're not building their own so so what, what I'm saying is the government are doing the wrong thing that they're squeezing the wrong people they're squeezing small landlords to to put more property property in the hands of owner occupiers but i don't think it's really working uh yes a lot of people have bought properties in the last year as first-time buyers but that's a lot of that's got to do with help to buy which mainly applies to new properties which i think are overpriced anyway um so yes there's been a lot of first-time buyers buying in the last couple of years but as i said a lot of that is down to the help to buy scheme and things like the help to buy isa Uh, so what's going to happen well when these landlords sell uh, some of them may be what you might call distressed landlords obviously there'll be some opportunity to pick up properties maybe at a, a, a below market rate if possible because you know when a landlord's selling a property that is tenanted or has been tenanted you know they're not 
I, I've sold properties to the tenants, and they're not that easy to sell because, you know, you you, you have trouble with viewings. You you have tenants. Sometimes you don't want too many viewings, and people come in and go in. Uh, then, you know, it's not a vacant possession, so it doesn't quite look the same. If the landlord gets rid of all the tenants, then they've got an empty property and and maybe empty for six months or more. So it, it is a problem. A lot of people buying a property may be put off by the fact that it's tenanted. So they tend to go to investors or they go to to auctions and places like that. So uh, that that's how a lot of them are sold off. But they're, they're usually not sold as at the same price that they would be sold if they were a, a vacant possession. So we'll have to see. Now, what are these taxes that they've brought in the government to deter landlords? Well, one is the extra 3% stamp duty on a second property. This is not just for landlords. This is anybody buying a property to do up and sell on. They're not going to keep it. They're, they're refurbishing and flipping it, as they say. So they may, if you buy a property and you, you want to improve that property and bring it back into service and then sell it on to somebody, could be a first-time buyer, it could be an owner-occupier, it could be anybody. You, know, you are going to be really hit with this extra 3% stamp duty. And, you know, in... in the city kind of areas that could be an extra 15 20 25000 pounds on top of the normal rip off stamp duty so you know this is a big deterrent for people uh, buying properties and that's why some people are looking at different strategies involving options and assisted sales and that sort of thing different uh, strategies to to uh, avoid being hit by these these punitive taxes so that that's what that's just one of the taxes uh, the other is of course the the removal or the phasing out of the uh, tax relief on interest which is i mean I, I don't know of any other business that runs where you cannot claim back interest on on a business loan and if you buy a property incidentally in a limited company like the corporates, then they can still claim back this tax relief. But if you if you had a business and you were buying your business premises or you were you run a nursing home, you bought the nursing home, you would be able to claim back the interest against your profits. So in other words, if you had a loan uh, where, where the loan repayments were £50,000 a year and your income is £100,000 a year, that uh, interest payment would be deducted from the hundred thousand, and you would be paying tax at on the fifty thousand remainder. But this is no longer going to happen with buy-to-let properties from this April. Now there will be still uh, it's it's a little bit complicated, but I did go through this on an earlier episode. There will be still a twenty percent tax credit, but for higher rate taxpayers, a lot of buy-to-let investments are are just not going to be worth it anymore because the the profit will be eaten up by the extra taxes. They've also removed the 10% wear and tear allowance, which covers the the losses that you incur when you supply furniture that eventually becomes useless. I mean, you know, the amount of beds and things I've had to throw out, broken chairs and all, all sorts of stuff that you have to throw out. Um, you know, this, this wear and tear allowance, as they called it, did help with that. And, you know, in addition to the taxes they've had, we've had more legislation, we've had more local authorities bringing in further licensing on non-HMO properties. We've had further HMO regulations. We've had the Tenants Fees Act uh, and all sorts of things happening. I've stood in landlords meetings where I've had uh, I've seen the trading standards officer saying we can fine you £5,000, £20,000 for this, that or the other. I mean, it's it, it really is scary stuff. And it, it's almost like landlords are public enemy number one. And no wonder so many of them are saying, well, they just had enough. And if they haven't 
if they're not selling out completely, then they're probably doing like I've done is is reduce your portfolio and try and reduce your exposure uh, to, to the market. And, and you're no longer in expansion mode where you just said, let's 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 expand the business. You know, people are going into contraction mode. Well, some are not not everybody, but many of the, the older landlords, I, I think, are. So so, so that's what's happening. Uh, there, there perhaps will be some opportunities to, to buy properties off landlords who just want a quick sale a distressed sale i i don't know but certainly that that's a lot of properties coming on the market so uh that that's what's been happening in 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 that respect in terms of the the, the property market and if you do want to get into in, investing in property then make sure you do it properly try and learn from experts and, and don't just rush out there and, and buy the first property you see because there are lots of different strategies some people are buying properties on what's called just a, a straightforward single let buy to let like a house or flat and they let it to one person or one family uh, others are going down the route of converting properties into houses in multiple occupation hmos which are you know tend to be a little bit more profitable some people are looking at serviced accommodation nowadays in the right areas. Some haven't got much money, so they might look at rent to rent, joint venturing, uh, lease options. So there are lots of different strategies. And I think you need to have an overview of which all the strategies so you can decide which one is best for you. Now, if you're interested in this, then why not uh, go on a free taster course? And there are many coming up uh, all over the country uh, where you can go on a free some are, some are one day tasters, some are weekend courses where you can go for a couple of days and you know meet like minded people also. Maybe you could network with people that could become future joint venture partners. Uh, but certainly you can go there and, and get an overview. So they'll say, right, strategy number one is this. this then we're going to go to the houses of multiple occupation. Then we're going to go into buy and refurbish, buy to flip, um, you know, uh, service accommodation, rent to rent strategies where you don't actually need any of your own money joint venturing all sorts of strategies and then if you want to dive deeper into any any one particular strategy like for instance you might want to be a deal packager where you find properties for other people you source properties and then sell them on uh, to, to investors some people do, do, do make a very good living just doing that they just churn out properties a bit like an estate agent but without the offices and without the uh, you know the, the overheads so you, you can do all sorts of things without necessarily having your own money and I think it's much better to start like that than go out and invest all your savings into a property with no knowledge no education and then find that you know you bought the wrong thing or you get your fingers burnt I mean I I I wouldn't suggest anybody goes into any business without knowing a little bit about it. You wouldn't just go and you know pick a stock from the FT100 index and buy any share. So, well, that share looks good at the moment because, you know, uh, banking's doing OK or let's buy this fashion share or, you know, you just wouldn't do that, would you? You'd learn a bit about it, learn uh, how the market works, learn how to, to read the market, to research the market, looking at, um, you know, price to earnings ratio and, and all sorts of things. So, uh, it's the same thing with property. A lot of people just jump into property investment because they, they've heard it's a good idea and, you know, then they, they run into problems. You've also got to understand a lot about the, the laws now, the, uh, the, the laws around letting. It's very different from a few years ago. And, you know, if you get that wrong, you, you could even end up in, in prison on the worst side of things for... Uh, you know, if, if there's fires and you haven't protected your tenants, you haven't shown them a duty of care. So make sure you get it right. And if you can get it right, then it's a very good business to be in because property is still one of the few things you can do where you can get 
easy financing. You can get leverage. You can get banks who will lend you money to buy the property so that you don't need all of the money. You, you only need a percentage of it. And then usually the rent will pay back the loan and give you an income. I don't know anything else, any other business where you can just do that so easily. Of course, you can borrow money for any business, but not as easy as you can for, for buy to let. So there you go. Um, I think there's gonna be a lot of opportunities in the next year or two with people selling. And prices are still low. Yes, the market's picked up, but I don't think prices have shot up in any in any shape, shape or form. There's still a big disparity between incomes and the amount of money people need to borrow to buy a property. In the London area, you still need 13 to 15 times uh, the average salary to buy a property. And, and that's out of people's reach. And lenders won't lend you 13 times your income no way so that you know the prices are not going to shoot up in 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 the near future they're predicting that places like the north and the midlands will will go up in value a lot especially with this proposed regeneration hs2 which is which is years away by the way but you know we could see a resurgence in the north and the midlands um so yeah come along Give me a shout. Uh, drop me a line on Messenger or at charles at charleskelly.net. That's charles, my name, at charleskelly.net. And I'll, I'll give you some information and, and you can decide whether you want to, to try one of these uh, property taster courses so that you can learn how to get into the market or if it's even for you, whatever. So thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 